bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits well, a homicide and kills people up... If you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. Frank, candid and straight to the point. This is the best radio show in the state of Wisconsin. Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth App. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017. I almost forgot the phone number. Um, so the weather is being really weird. So if you haven't over the past week or so seen the sun as it turned orange, uh, dark, burnt red, stuff like that, uh, the smoke from the Canadian fires in Ontario is now drifting south, and because of the, the air patterns and wind patterns, it's now moving through here. It has nothing to do with global warming. It has nothing to do with climate change. It has nothing to do. It's a fire, and it's smoke. So people keep saying, oh, well, it's global warming and the, and the change and all that. Come in here and say that. Come in here and say that. I'll say it. It's climate change. Uh, 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 uh. No. It is global warming, brother. No. Climate change. No. That's what it is. It's not. It is. It's not. Prove it. Right. Exactly. I'm Done. This. I know you're not. That's why I'm telling you it's not. So anyway, <clears throat> and since I'm the highest educated person here, taking more science and more education and more data than you have, one day we'll get on that. But in all actuality, we're just being silly. One of the things I wanted to really talk about is on the line, we have a meteorologist. Well, you know what? I'm going to let him tell me because every time I say it, I always get his title wrong. Brian Nisnansky from TMJ4. Are you a meteorologist or a, like, I don't, what, what's, what's your background? 
Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I am a meteorologist. Got my degree at UW-Milwaukee, uh, meteorologist, atmospheric science degree there. But yeah, I'm the chief meteorologist here at TMJ4. And yeah. I got to tell you, yeah, I got to tell you, Doctor Ken, this is some crazy stuff here with the smoke. I never thought we would see air quality levels uh, this high here in southeastern Wisconsin. So we're talking the worst air yeah, in the world. Yeah, you know that's been a question. Um, yeah, that's been the question with the DNR. Now, I have a database, the okay. same database that they're probably wanting to go through to look at, like, these numbers, and I cannot recall Milwaukee registering these numbers uh, as far as air quality. But I don't understand how Brookfield has the worst air in the world. Yeah. Right now, okay, check this out. So Waukesha, uh, the reading in Waukesha is uh-huh. at 320, 323 right now. Um, that's in what is co- considered hazardous. It's that's, like the highest of the scale that the DNR has. And that's as high as it gets across the entire world right now. You have a list of all these wow. major cities like in China, you know, India, places that are notorious for terrible air quality. And we're worse than them right now. Yes. And so right now, what is it that you can suggest that people do? Because I know you're short on time. What can people yeah, do no, short of wearing an N95 mask? Uh, yeah, I mean, we're at a level now, like if you haven't already kind of adjusted like your outdoor activity and stuff, like, you know, if you're someone who's like even a super healthy person going for a run, that's not me. Uh, but if you are like you run 10 miles, at least cut back on that tonight. My advice now is we're getting into levels that everybody should be at least limiting their time and activity outdoors. If you are a sensitive group, if you got asthma, if you're elderly, if you're young children, uh, you have to make sure that you're inside as much as you can. Inside your house, windows closed, have the AC on, hopefully a good air filtration system. And I mean, that, that's not going to create perfect air, but it's better than being outside. And so what can it do to people? And I, I know you're, you're not a medical doctor, but what, what, what can yeah. that bad air quality, how does it affect a person? I mean, it, it is case by case. I mean, a healthy young adult, um, am I saying that you're going to walk outside and have instant death? No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying, like, you just, if you are, I've, I've noticed, like, I consider myself relatively healthy and just kind of going about my day and doing a little bit of chores outside and stuff, I noticed a shortness of breath. So if you have asthma, if you have complications, that can result into serious issues. And if you do start to feel yourself short of breath and having those complications, contact your doctor right away or head into the hospital. Again, we're at a level here where it's as serious for some people. Well, thank you so much, Brian Nisnansky, Chief Meteorologist from TMJ4. Thank you much. Next time this happens, yeah. I'll be definitely giving you a call. Yeah, I appreciate it. I got to say this. I know one of your counterparts over there. I listened a little bit. Tori Lowe, he says, uh, he's always bringing all that smoke. Canada's bringing all that smoke now. That's yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. All right. Take care, Brian. All right. See you. Later. All right. And so that's that's what we have to look at. We We have to start to realize that in every aspect of our life, we have to start looking at the quality of life that we have. Part of it is keeping yourself healthy enough so that when things like this actually happen, they don't affect us personally. Or when it does, it does it at a minimal pace, right? So we've got we've got several months coming up as we go through, you know, diabetes and heart disease and cancer and all that. And we'll be talking about all that stuff, too, because what it comes down to is if you take care of yourself, something like this smoke might not have a bad effect on you if you're in good shape. That means weighing the right weight, um, eating the right food having the right things, 
in your life that you can do? Like from now on, like I'm never not having N95 masks. Because I was looking at my grass today and said, yeah, I got to get out and cut the grass. <clears throat> I was sitting outside earlier today. That's why my voice sounds the way it does, a little gravelly, because I inhale some of that crap. It's important that people remember you have to keep yourself safe. Now, later, if you want to argue about climate change and global warming and all that, I'm on it because, you know, it's just one of them days. But in all honesty, you do have to be careful about those types of things and what we're putting into the atmosphere. Because right here in Brookfield, Wisconsin, they have measured the worst air in the world. That's how bad this is. So if you're outside, make sure you go in. When you go in the house, turn your radio on. If you're sitting in your car with the air conditioner on, turn your radio on to 1017 FM and make sure that you keep yourself safe. The other thing you should do, check on your neighbors. Look left, look right, look across the street and go check on your neighbors. Go check on your family members to make sure they're safe. Just because the windows are closed and it's cool in the house doesn't mean they're safe. They may have a compromised um, respiratory system. They, they may have all sorts of things that you may not know about. And, you know, grandma and them don't tell y'all stuff anyway till after they die. And then you start hearing, oh, grandma had this, 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 this. Well, why didn't we know about that? Those are the types of things that you need to start having conversations with your parents, your siblings, your grandparents. And when things like this happen, make sure you check on your neighbor. So I want to say thank you to Brian Nisnansky. Uh He's a chief meteorologist at TMJ4. Uh, we may have someone else on a little later. Uh, we've got some um, Entrepreneurship Tuesday coming up. We've got a guest coming to you. So we've, we've got all sorts of stuff that's going to be happening today. And we have things on the talk and text line that we'll be talking about. So I guess until now and probably about 5 o'clock when we get the Entrepreneurship Tuesday rolling, I think the only thing we'll be really, really discussing or talking about is the weather. And that is Dr. Ken's Truth on the new 1017 The Truth. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, the Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. Tori must have been talking about some stuff because because um, <laughs> Reggie said, blank those doggone masks, uh, paper masks. This ain't this ain't dust. A full on respirators was needed. So. Two six two three six uh blah, blah, blah. two six two three six six said, "What about delivery drivers? What should I do? Get an N ninety five mask." <clears throat> I'm not I'm not giving advice, by the way. I'm just repeating what I read. N ninety five mask, 
And um, smoke particles are bigger than COVID particles, right? So if an N95 can stop a COVID molecule in the air, then it can stop smoke. Get N95. Will it be uncomfortable? Yes. That means you need to go somewhere where they can get it fitted, if, if possible. Get it fitted to your face so that it blocks out the air and all that stuff. Yeah, It, it won't be fun, but you'll be safe. So here we are back again, wearing masks. And you can smell it in the avenue. You can smell it in the, in the you know, because, I mean, n- nothing's foolproof. Nothing is perfect. So I don't, I don't think we're going to make it just go away. But it's important that you take care of yourself. And one of the ways to take care of yourself is to wear a mask. Yep, we're back to it. 414-617 said, could you ask him, uh, does it affect dogs? I would say yes. I have known of dogs that have died from smoke inhalation. So smoke does affect the dog. A dog has lungs and they breathe. And um, that is that is what uh, you have to watch when you have animals and pets. And that includes roosters and cows and farms and, and horses and things of that nature. If, in other words, if you breathe in air, air quality affects you. And so don't assume. And it's funny because as I was leaving home this morning, my neighbor has one of those little small toy dogs that all day. And the dog was barking this morning. I'm like, hmm, if I come home and that dog's not barking, I'm going to be like, hmm, left your dog out all day? What's going on? 833-212-1017 is the number. you have any questions about the weather, um, what's going on in uh, Milwaukee today, <clears throat> you, you can hear I was outside today because my voice, I've, I drank water, I drank some diet soda, and it's not going anywhere. So, So if I'm not here tomorrow... Uh, I can't breathe. Uh. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you, when, when you get to a certain point in life, right, life just happens. And so when you deal with that, you don't get all, there's nothing you can do. So you just, you know, adapt and overcome. You just deal with it. What, 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 what are those shirts people wear? Keep calm and whatever and all that. That's what you got to do. And I know there's going to be a run on indoor air monitors and <laughs> indoor air purifiers. and. But I wonder, will any of that work, though? Like, would an air purifier work? Um, but you got to track your, your, your health symptoms. And so what, what are some of the things... That would happen to you if you... I wonder if we could get a hold of a medical doctor. Let me see if I know any medical doctors. Do you have any medical doctors? Respiratory? Hmm. Let me see. Let me look at my... Let me look at my Rolodex. Let me look at my bag of tricks. I probably shouldn't say it like that, should I? <laughs> looking... looking and because... What are some of the... Uh, let me see. Uh, mm, mm. Okay. So if you have poor air quality, and this is for indoors, you'll have a headache, 
eye irritation. This is from the Illinois Department of Health. That's the first one that popped up on Google. Um, I'm also looking at NBC News, how poor air quality hurts your health. Why isn't the story come? Oh, I know why. It's bizarre. This entire computer defaults to 150%. So every time you go somewhere, you can't read it. Uh, air quality advisories are in effect. 110 million people. In this, uh, this, uh, so what causes it? We know what that is. A few options for face masks. You need disposable KN95 and N95. When the air quality ranges from three, from zero to more than 300 with levels of 50 and below considered the healthiest. When it exceeds 150, the general population may start to experience symptoms. Over 200, it's very healthy. They said Waukesha was in the 300s. That's how bad the air was in Waukesha. So what can it do? We know that it comes from wildfire smoke. And it can make breathing difficult for children, older adults, pregnant women, people with asthma, pre-existing respiratory conditions. My family has pre-existing respiratory conditions. So I'm one of those weirdos. I always have a jacket. I always have a sweater. I always have one in my car. In the winter, I wear a neck scarf. If I, if I went outside and it was warm enough, 50 degrees, and I had a suit on, I would put on a neck scarf. That's the upper respiratory issues that my family has had, like, the entire time. Mother has it. Sisters have it. I have it, too. So one of the reasons I've been able to do things is because I take care of myself. So a pump, Ada Capo, this is from NBC News from like June 7th. Ada Capo, a pulmonologist at Hackensack Meridian Health in New Jersey, said that she's already seen an influx of patients with because of poor air quality. Asthma, emphysema. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. What were you going to say? Do you, you have like asthma or a different kind no, of No, I don't have asthma. It's a different. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a different um, ailment. And so it can cause irritation to eyes, nose, throat, and lungs, increased risk of respiratory infection. Short-term exposure to small particulate matter increases the risk of range of cardiovascular and respiratory diseases. Longer-term exposure to air pollution is associated with several chronic health issues, including severe asthma, preterm birth. That's why it's important if you're pregnant to not be out in bad air. Heart disease, stroke, lung cancer, dementia, and lower IQ in children. And so many times people think, Air pollution is created by something in the atmosphere and and climate change and all that, when in fact, naturally, there are things in air that you probably shouldn't be breathing. I'm just saying, right? In addition to that, there's just some things you shouldn't be breathing. And we have to be careful no matter where we are. That's interesting. It can also develop um, in developing babies in vitro, and increase the risk of low birth weight, miscarriage, and stillbirth. So there are a lot of things that you have to be careful of um, because smoke is not an allergen. And so somebody I heard say earlier, you should get um, allergy. Use some allergy uh, medication. I said, well, I don't know if that's going to do it because 
it's not smoke isn't an allergen, so it but it it can irritate the nasal passage and the airwaves. Airways. So I don't know. We need to find a a well we can't find an allergy person. We need to find a what was that? Yeah, we need to find somebody that does respiratory. Have to work on that. Or or if you're a person that does respiratory, eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. Um Al said, do you think this could be coming from a cloud or smoke factory in Chicago? Uh, I don't know if you've been listening. There is a fire in Canada that has been blowing smoke into America for the last month or so. And it's burned tens of thousands of acres. And as the wind shifts, the air goes. And so, for instance, in New York, the tri-state air quality to again be impacted by smoke from wildfires. Chicago, New York, you can look at the pictures. It's the same pictures we have here in Milwaukee. There's just a haze over the city. It looks like fog. That's how bad it is. So beginning in March of 2023 and increasing in intensity around June, Canada has been affected by an ongoing record-setting set of wildfires as the worst wildfire season in recorded Canadian history. 11 provinces and territories have been affected with large fires in Alberta, Nova Scotia, Ontario, and Quebec. And those are all east. So they're east of Lake Michigan, right? The northern part of Lake Michigan is is inclusive of Ontario, and then it goes into Alberta, where the largest city, I believe, is Edmonton, right? So you got to watch that there. But it's, it's important. The fire has already displaced 120,000 people and has burned 19 million acres. So that's a heck of a fire. And now throughout the Midwest, it's here. So they expect it to be here around until about Thursday. And so you're going to have to make sure you, uh, you know, if you have declining health or, or if you have issues with, respiratory you keep your food and water and medication and all those things make sure you get those things basically the same things you did for COVID you you need to do for this only over the next day or so so be careful take care uh we'll be right back 833-212-1017 is the number we've got a great guest for you um in the five o'clock hour for Entrepreneurship Tuesday, powered by We Energy. So I'm looking forward to that. And we've got traffic, sports, and weather up next. You are listening to Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
I am perfectly like. So I was playing. You know how you play the air piano? Be like, and and I'm okay being laughed at. I'm okay. Laugh. I think about. I think when I hit. Let me see. I became a cop when I was 33. Around 40, I had probably seen people in instances that you would never want to be seen, but they had also died. And so once you've had to make sure that a person is shown dignity and respect, me being alive and being laughed at, I'm okay with that. Like, it don't matter what I do. I have split my pants. You ever, you ever split your pants? I mean, from the front zipper all the way around to the back, to the waist seam, tore wide open. Doesn't bother me. Just put a jacket around my waist and went on by my business. And, like, went through most of the day like that and never really bothered. And so I started looking at, well, why don't I ever get embarrassed or why don't I ever I said because I don't really I'm not bothered by what people think about me especially when I don't know them like I don't know you so what am I getting all upset about I don't like you okay sure I don't like me either okay now there are two people 833-212-1017 is the number I see Sandra's hanging on Sir Chan said what do you know about the human league dude don't even try it don't you better you better pray I don't see you at McDonald's again. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Um, but no, seriously, go, go, going going back to something somebody said. If you're a driver, you might want to consider wearing a mask. You might want to consider an N95 mask if you're working outdoors. I saw a uh, UPS driver earlier, and I was like, dude, like this is pretty bad. He was like, yeah, man, it's getting. I'm like, but it's like. 11 o'clock. What are, what are you going to be doing in like a couple hours? And, and he'd been doing it probably since, what, 7 in the morning, 8 in the morning? So those are some things we have to really, really, really be conscious of and, you know, show some compassion and some humanity with each other and make sure we check on each other. Make sure everybody's doing okay. How you doing, Sandra? You doing all right? Yeah. You doing okay? I'm doing phenomenal. Oh, you sound phenomenal. Yeah, I still yeah. I still got a little raspiness because of that that smoke outside, but you know. Yeah, I couldn't tell the difference. I I mean I know it's hazy. Oh, so you saying I sound bad all the time? Is, 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 that, is that what you saying? I sound bad all the time. Not your voice. <laughs> I'm just saying for me. For me, I didn't see a difference in me as far as breathing the uh-huh. stuff. But I didn't stay out very long. I just uh, went to the store okay. and to the mailbox and came back. Yeah. How, how far away so, is your mailbox? Uh, I'm on 35th, and I'm on 27th. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. okay. So I went up there, and then I went to the store, and that's not that far. I went up there on Capitol, where um, the old place used to be where you uh, do your radio stuff, and um, and to Walmart, in fact, right. over there. Okay. And I didn't stay out long, so uh, I really never stay out real long because it's too hot for me anyhow. When it's too <laughs> hot, I don't like to be out there. Well, you was uh, out so at June I couldn't be a real... Yeah, but it was hot. I was sweating. <laughs> <laughs> you were with your sister in there, right? Uh huh. Yeah, that's and your, my youngest. And your, and, the youngest. Your, and your niece? Yeah, that was her daughter. Okay. That's when I was taking the school back and forth, the da 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 da. And now she's 21, so she can do her own thing. Mm-hmm. You had to wait till she was 21, not 18 or 16 or something? 
Well, you know, she. I just waited till she got out of high school. Ah. Now she's kind of, you know, more doing her thing. And then she got caught up in that corona, um, COVID stuff where they couldn't graduate. Right. You right. know, they couldn't walk across the stage and stuff. Yeah. So I think that made her sad. But other than that, you know, it's a cute girl. Her mama's a cute girl. Her mama is my baby because uh, I'm like 16 years older than she is. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now that's the one we saw and, uh, at Summerfest too, right? Yep. Okay. That's what I thought. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I'm a lot of, I kind of help my mother with her. And then I do have a son her age. So they grew up together. So I was one of those little ladies that kind of. A little helper. A little helper. Yeah, but they grew up together. They went to elementary together and, um, you know, um, high school together, all that stuff. Wow. So it worked out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Look at yep. you. Yeah, they're all grown. My grandkids grown. My great-grandson is 14, so I'm on my way. So, anyways, I was going to say about the weather. Okay. Now, okay, we were, we were talking about the, the smog or whatever, the smoke in the air. Mm-hmm. Um, now, we do have wildfires out in California yeah. and Arizona and all that stuff, and then they get the dust stuff. And uh, well, it, ain't much, it ain't many fires in Arizona because it ain't a lot of stuff to burn. Well, maybe it must have been Vegas I saw all the fires because I would see the smoke uh, fired up. But um, I think a lot of problems is probably the rain. Maybe they're not getting enough rain. No, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's it's just one mm-hmm. of those. Well, you know, nature has a way of taking care of itself, right? When you get too much foliage and too much, you know, crap, and it and it's not cut, and and you're supposed to go through mm-hmm. and cut it and make sure you cut it down and get rid of the trees. And if you don't have rain, you know, some areas just don't get rain, and mm-hmm. you know, somebody, you know, knucklehead goes out and starts a fire or a lightning strike, and there you have it. Yeah. Yeah. And then they said in California that they weren't going to insure people. Uh, the ones that have insurance, they can keep it. But now by them having so many fires that it's getting too expensive, you know, I guess to replace the houses and stuff. So they're having a problem getting insurance. Well, that's kind of like so, earthquakes uh, and tornadoes and hurricanes in, hurricanes. in, mm-hmm. in Florida. I don't understand why people move to Florida. I, I'm just... It's it's you know not not politics and all that crap because I don't really care what politics mm-hmm. are in the state. If I'm saving money, I'm saving money. But it comes down to a hurricane and my house is gone. No. Mm-hmm. Not only that, tornadoes. When they get hurricanes, they get the tornadoes, yep. and then they get the lightning strikes. They don't tell you. See, I watch a lot of Weather Channel, and I think that Byron Allen he mm-hmm. owns the Weather Channel. Correct. I watch a lot of it because they tell you what to do um, if your car get caught up in the water, you know, and you're drowning and stuff, and how to survive and stuff. So I watch a lot of that. So that's why I see a lot of sinkholes and all of that stuff. I see a lot of that. So I was just saying, I was just. Put my little tip in there. All right, ma'am. Well, I appreciate it as okay. usual every day. Okay, then. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> More of Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. 
You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. You know, Milwaukee, the time is almost here. It's Friday. And we have to enter Truth Fans into the Gruber Law Offices 5K giveaway for the last three months. And this Friday, this Friday, this Friday, June 30th, 8.30 a.m. on Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. Got it? You need to be by your phone. Because we finally pick our next one call. That's all $5,000 giveaway winner. And it's not going to be me. And I'm sad again. I've been putting up with this since 2021. And I ain't won yet. It's terrible. I'll still be waiting. But it might be you. Because you've been calling in every day faithfully. Qualifying. That's what you had to do. We get to get your name and all the information. And we put it down. And now... Friday at 8.30, Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is going to make sure you win $5,000. But if they pick you, you got to answer your phone. So if you don't answer the phone, they just go on to the next person. And they'll keep going until they get somebody that answers their phone and win. Again, the big Gruber Law Offices 5K giveaway this Friday, Truth Be Told, on the award-winning 1017 The Truth, Friday at 8.30, June 30th. And that's what's up. Okay, never win. Me Look, when we gave money away, I used to try to. We used to give one hundred and one dollars and seventy cent. Nobody would give me the seventy cent. I'm like, dude, like we got foundations around here. We got like work we can do in the community. I couldn't even get seventy cent. It's terrible. It's terrible. <sighs> uh, tune in to Truth with Sherwin Hughes for his financial empowerment interview with Northwestern Mutual this Friday at eleven a.m. Sherwin will be joined by Northwestern Mutual Financial Advisors, J.B. Bell and Erica Wright, where they will discuss how people can prepare for retirement, regardless of how close to retirement you are. Don't wait till you're 60 and then start thinking about, I'm 65. I think I got to do some stuff. Uh, You might be working till you're 80. I'm just saying. But you don't want to miss it. This is going to be a great conversation. J.B. Bell and Erica Wright from the Bell and Wright Agency. Um. Northwestern Mutual Financial Advisors. That is this Friday, 11 a.m. on The Truth with Sherwin Hughes on the new, the improved 1017 The Truth. Not on the, ooh, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I was going to get him, but I'm not. I'm going to be delicate. Do you know who Paul Lawrence Dunbar is? Do you know who Paul Lawrence Dunbar is? Okay. Now, I'm going to complain about you tongue-in-cheek, but then I have to have you join the other 50 people I asked who Paul Lawrence Dunbar is, and they didn't know, which I thought, huh? But then somebody reminded me, you know, they don't teach black history like that anymore. I was like, wow, what? Through all of the diversity and equity and inclusive things we talk about, we had a gap there of about 25, 30 years where— Everybody wanted to just belong, and we didn't teach people about who people were. And, and I, I just find that unconscionable because one of my favorite people in the world, other than Henry Osawa Tanner, who people don't know who that is, a wonderful black painter, is Paul Lawrence Dunbar. There are high schools all over the country named after Paul Lawrence Dunbar. And today is his birthday. He was born in 1872. He's a U.S. author whose reputation rests upon 
his verse and short stories written in black dialect. He was the first black writer in the United States to make a concerted attempt to live by his writings and one of the first to attain national prominence. Both of Dunbar's parents were former slaves. His father escaped to freedom in Canada, returned to the U.S. to fight in the Civil War. The young Dunbar was the only black student in his Dayton high school where he was the popular editor of the school newspaper. He published his first volume of poetry, Oak and Ivy, in 1893 at his own expense while working as an elevator operator and sold copies to his passengers to pay for the printing. His second volume, believe it or not, Majors and Minors, phenomenal, by the way, you need to check it out, written in 1895, attracted the favorable notice of the novelist and critic William Dean Howells, who also introduced Dunbar's next book, Lyrics of Lowly Life in 1896, which contains some of the finest verses of the first two volumes. So if you've never heard of him, you should read his writing and um, check out some of the phenomenal things that uh, he wrote. He was only 34 years old when he passed away. Um, He had turned to fiction as well, published four collections of short stories, four novels before his early death, writing a writing for a, a, a really a large white readership. So yeah, Paul Lawrence Dunbar. Make sure you check him out. Don't know who Paul Lawrence Dunbar. So I was talking to somebody this afternoon. It was like, I don't know, one, two o'clock in the afternoon. I was like, yeah, you know, look, it's Paul Lawrence Dunbar's. And they looked at me like, who is that? I'm like, are you kidding? So then, of course, I did what? Text my daughters. Text, hey, you know who Paul Lawrence Dunbar is? They were like, no. I was like, what? But then I kind of understand it, too. So one of the things, we need Black History 365. Like, we need, like, like we got we to gotta stop this just doing stuff in February. We need to do it year-round. I saw that. <laughs> That means it's too warm in here. If there's one thing I love about, about coming here is it's cold and, and flies and bees, they, they don't like that. They don't come up in here. I mean, we let Kyle in here, so, you know, we'll let anybody in here, but I'm just saying. <laughs> but, but in all seriousness, it's, it's, an, it's, it's, it's important to know that histori- those historical facts that um, give us the perspective that we need in order to understand from whence we've come. And to die at 34, one, is a travesty because I think about all the things that he could have um, and has given to the African-American community. So it's interesting. 833-212-1017 is the number. So all hour we've been talking about the weather. We've been talking about um, things that are going on, what you can do in order to mitigate some of this smoke. Sorry, I had to drink some water. Madison says, so, Doc, you don't believe this poor air quality has nothing to do with those floating devices 
the government shot out of the air <laughs> a while ago without question. Yes, there is 19 million acres of land on fire in Canada and the wind is blowing south. And that's where it's coming from. Like that's been documented and that's it has nothing to do with the weather balloons that the Chinese sent through America. I'm just saying. I don't. I don't. It's it's not the Chinese balloons. It's a fire. Like I don't even know how to connect the Chinese balloons and fire and smoke and um. But good question. And that what everybody says. Like I, I can I can never. I hate having people say something and go good question. What you talking about? What you talking about? What you talking about, Willis? <laughs> But it, it's just it's just important that that we remember um, health is important because usually that's the only thing you have at the end, your health. And if you don't take care of yourself, I hate to say it like that, but that's kind of on you. So if you, you know, some things you can't because... It's hereditary, you know, high blood pressure, things like that. But then there's some things that are not some things you can literally work out, walk every day, ride a bike, a stationary bike, something to keep your weight down, keep your blood pressure down. Some people just have natural high blood pressure because it's hereditary. They have hypertension. But when it's not, when you know you're eating things that you should not eat, and then you get it, man, I don't know. So, I mean, that's my, my struggle is sweets. I love sweets. So once a week, I go and I eat my protein and eat all my sweets, my uh, fruit and all that. Other, and then I have something sweet. And then that's it. Because I figured out and was taught by a dietitian that it's the order you eat in that gets you. I was like, oh, so all this time I could have been like 30 pounds lighter and no sweets. And they were like, yep. So I was like, okay, you know, I'm coming out there, right? 